Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode we have Netflix 254th film from 2020. It's the Italian comedy The Players or Glee Infideli. It's directed by Stefano Mordini and stars Riccardo Scarmaccio. Valero, Mastrandria, and Laura Ciardi. I'm Jesse. I'm writing here solo for this international film. As always, if you are keen to check this one out, and I'm not sure that anyone's even going to be listening to this anyway, but give us a pause. Come back a little bit later on because I'm going to spoil this film in bits and pieces. So we do start with the fast flicks where we give a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is realistically a short collection of vignettes about male infidelity that's that's literally where it's at so five short little um narratives i guess plus a little tying together sixth piece at the end all about male infidelity that's the gist of this one (laughs) all right international films often really hard to find out anything about international films how they ended up on netflix all i can work out for this one is that it is actually a remake of a french film from 2012 of the same name the french film stars jean duradin who is that main guy from The Artist, the Academy Award-winning Best Picture film from about ooh, 15 years ago, I guess, almost. But um, the the idea of this film, actually, um, Jean Jordan put this idea forward as an actor-director. Um, and the original French version was written by eight different authors. And in that one, there's actually 11 different stories on male infidelity. So this one's uh, sort of condensed it a little bit. Only five, really, in this one. Or six, if you count the last one. Um, across the world. What is this film called? So, if we look at the actual Italian uh, title of Glee Infideli, it, it translates directly to the infe- infidels. <laughs> um, in Greek, it's called The Women. Not sure why, because <laughs> the story's not actually about the women, really. In Hungarian, it's called Unfaithful Men. Yep, like that one. Norwegian, it's called The Unfaithful. And in Vietnamese, I don't get this one, it's called Department of Khan Game. <laughs> Khan, Star Trek reference, I have no idea. Not sure how that one translates very well. Uh, this was released on Netflix on the 15th of July, 2020, filmed in and around Rome in Italy. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film? On Rotten Tomatoes, there are only two reviews, so no consensus, um, not enough audience members have, have done it. Both the, the critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes were both rotten though, so not very good. Um, IMDb, 5.8 out of 10. It's on about 1800 ratings, so also not a lot of people have logged it on there. Letterboxd, even lower. It sits at a 2.5 out of 5, and that's only on a bit over 800 ratings. Been logged by about 1,200 people, but not a lot of eyeballs on this one, I guess. What are my early thoughts? This is bad. Um, every, story has, sorry, every story has the characters, mainly men, being unfaithful, but it doesn't offer any commentary on whether this is a good or a bad thing. It doesn't go down the line and say being unfaithful is bad or being unfaithful is okay. It's a part of the human condition doesn't doesn't add any context around any of that so you know other men doing it for justified reasons and well my interpretation is that you know for some reason or another their behavior is accepted in italian society I, i'm not 100 percent sure i just don't get it so maybe someone else has got a better knowledge about this film than me and can let me know uh let, let's talk a little bit about the film i, I can't really talk about the characters because we've got so many different little characters in the in the stories I'll probably break down the five little stories, just give a little summary of what they're all about. But before we do that, just quickly, the director, Stefano Mordini, he's got 17 directing credits, all Italian, so obviously works well um, in the Italian film industry. But let's talk about, I guess, the five little 
um, vignettes in this one. So the first one we've got is realistically it's a wife who's suspicious of her husband uh, of him cheating, so she interrogates him through an airport, walking through the airport and having a go at him. Shot really well through a real airport. Thought that was cool. Okay, second one. We've got a husband and wife telling each other about the affairs that they've had. Good performances in here. We'll talk about that one a little bit more. Um, the third one is about a man who's on this business conference trying his hardest to get any woman he possibly can to sleep with him. Grossest of them all. <laughs> the fourth one is about a man visiting a glory hole over, um, or, you know, and lying to his wife about he's going off to a sport event. Gross as well. Uh, the fifth one is about, this one's really bad really too, but it's a man who gaslights his wife over an affair that he's having. Pretty bad. And we'll talk about why they're bad in a second. The sixth and final little scene, it's this dinner scene with the male actors who have played the roles in the film talking about women that they want to sleep with in this restaurant. So again, gross. Um, it's really hard to, to be positive about this film. I think the, the only sort of part or moment that I thought was good was in the second one that I was talking about because of the emotion in the performances between those characters, Lisa and Maro, where they're disclosing these previous affairs and their anger and their pain. I thought the performance in that was really good. But apart from that, everything else is pretty forgettable. Um, like the first one in the airport, like they finally, the couple gets on the airplane and the girlfriend gets into his phone while he's sleeping and then she just screams when she looks at his phone and the whole plane shakes and it goes to the credits. Just a real poor setup for the film. Uh, so that, that wasn't really good because as an audience, you sort of know what are the consequences of her finding whatever she finds on his phone? What happens when the plane lands? Are they still together? Are they good? You know, you can investigate human qualities like but I mean, this is meant to be funny, it's not. So that was a really poor setup. <clears throat> the second one, um, I mentioned like the performances were good, but some of the dialogue, like this Mauro dude, when he's sort of um, trying to interrogate his wife about the, the man that she slept with, all he's concerned about, and he says it multiple times, about the size of his penis. That, that's all he's worried about. That, that, it, it, I don't know, I guess it's meant to be humorous. Just didn't land for me. Um, the third one, Lorenzo. He's this gross character who's at this business conference just trying to pick up women. And completely gross character, you know, not sure what watching him go around, you know, he was looking at women in crowds, drawing women naked, checking girls out while he's having a smoke, trying to chat up girls on, on the desk at the hotel, trying to chat up the bus driver. I'm not sure how this is meant to benefit the audience. Um, and on top of that, we have to see, we see him masturbate multiple times, tries to access pornographic content on the hotel television, tells lame jokes to pick up, and literally sexually assaults a co-worker. Just a complete disaster. Nothing redeeming from that little short at all. Um, and then the fourth one where I mentioned this guy who goes to a glory hole and he doesn't want his wife to find out. She obviously does. does. And she's a, we see throughout the, the short that she's sort of a seamstress. She uses sewing machines and knits. And the big zinger at the end was that she'd made a piece of clothing with a big circle and a hole in it. And his face is through that middle of the circle with this gross smile when he sees that she's made him this, this piece of piece of clothing <laughs> just I don't know really bad um then we talk about um the, the last one I guess or the, the fifth one where we've got this guy who's having an affair and his wife sees him doing it and he goes to all these lengths to prevent her from finding out this guy Carlo is disgusting as well because he's pretty much forcing his wife Sylvia into a mental institution she has to have a brain scan she's on medication she ends up in this psychiatry clinic just so he can have sex with other people like completely gross just the manipulation of a female <laughs> not redeeming at all and then that last scene where the, the men are all sitting around this restaurant still ogling women they, they didn't learn anything so i'm not 
I'm not sure what the point of this film was. Um, some themes and ideas, like, like obviously this film is about infidelity. And as I've mentioned throughout all this, I'm not actually sure what it's saying because it doesn't completely criticize it. Um, and, and that idea too, men are, are pretty gross at times, sex obsessed. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, what did I take? Like, what did I take away from this film? I think that the music at various stages was horrendous. It, it dropped into this comical type, um, even in these moments that are meant to be meaningful or emotional or, or, or sad. I thought that was really poorly done. And then the other thing that I didn't pick up on until the last story, the the, the fifth one with the man gaslighting his his wife. I didn't realize that it was the same actors who had been playing all these characters. It was only in that fifth one that I paused and go, hey, that really looks like the guy from the second one. And then as I did a bit of reading, I realized, oh, they're all <laughs> the, the, the same people have been playing the same characters. And that's that restaurant scene at the end. It's the guys that have all been playing the same characters. So well done to the, the guys who put on a variety of different uh, roles, but I'm not sure what their roles were trying to say. Um, some ponderings, some questions, some ideas. The final shot, as I mentioned, about these men talking about women in a restaurant, and then they're talking about all the women that they'd like to, to be with, and then there's this shot of these two women, and they're like, they turn around, and it's like the guys in drag. There's something I'm missing. I'm not sure if that meant to be funny, because if it is, like, I think that's a little bit of an outdated joke, and not funny at all. Um, I'm ready to wrap this up. This, this, this film's a mess. Um, none of the humor worked for me. I didn't sympathize or empathize with any of the characters. I just found this a bit of a waste of time. The only connection I could find was that all the men are bad, which is fine, but you gotta follow through with some consequence of their actions. Like we didn't see any of them actually get into any trouble for the poor things they were doing to, to the people in their lives. Um, I'm giving this a one out of five, one out of five. We've got socials, we've got Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a follow or a like if you can. And that's just leads into the question I wanna put on social media for this, this episode is, why didn't any of the men on screen have consequences for their behavior? I think that would have made it more impactful if you see them actually have consequences because the humor in this definitely didn't work. So if it was meant to be funny, that didn't work. So you've got to go the other way then and show that what they're doing is not the right thing. Or maybe that's just a, a personal personal idea that I just couldn't connect with these guys. Uh, we, please, if you can, give us a like or a uh, follow on your favorite podcast platform whether it's apple Podcasts or spotify helps us out in the charts we're back next week next week we've got a film from 2020 it's the psychological thriller fatal affair it's directed by peter sullivan and it stars nia long omar epps stephen bishop and kj smith so a psychological thriller looking forward to that hopefully it's a bit of a pickup from this one this week as always thanks for listening and we'll see you next week